Welcome to the Two Geeks in a Microphone podcast, your one-stop shop for television, movie, video games, comic books, book reviews, and more. Now, without further ado, here's Steven and Mike. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Two Geeks and a Microphone Show. I am your co-host, Mr. Stephen Boster, along with the one, the only, the Star Wars buff brain encyclopedia dude himself, Mr. Michael Shanks. Mike, say hey to everybody. Good morning to all you geeks out there in Geekdom land. I don't know about encyclopedia because I know plenty of other people who... uh, are well more versed than I am, but I do dabble in the Star Wars universe quite a bit. <laughs> right on. Well, hey, everybody. Today we are going to talk about The Mandalorian, uh, episode five and six, because if you guys remember, we we covered uh, we, we last week we did the Bad Batch recap and all that. So uh, we're hitting five and six. And lo and behold, we have other things that happened uh, that we will chit chat about as well um, over just the last couple well, going on now and happened in the last couple of days. So pretty excited to have some other things to share with you to give our two cents on. And even that still won't buy you a cup of coffee. So, <laughs> uh, oh, my goodness. Well, Mike, what's uh, what's uh, what should we start with first today? Well, let's let's jump into the news because we had quite a bit to cover. Okay, go for it. All right. So last week we go from having like no news to this week we just get, I, I get bombarded by news in the last forty eight hours. <laughs> so I, I wanted to start off. Uh, this would be a non Star Wars news, but I figured it'd be a good thing for us to cover. Um, I. I myself am an It fan. My daughter is an It fan. My wife is actually an It fan. But um, it had been rumored that It was going to get a prequel. Um, It looks like it is going to happen. (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) Um, It will not be a movie, though. Uh, It will be actually a TV series on HBO Max. uh, And four actors have already signed on. Taylor Page, Joven Adonis. Depo, I apologize for the. I uh, just say there's four people: okay. <laughs> Chris Chalk and James Rem- Remmer. Remmer. Anyway, uh, they're the ones who are signed on for for uh, the It prequel, and I think that looks pretty good. I'm I'm excited about that. That's, All right. That's, sorry, that's what I do when I get to those hard uh, hard names in the Bible. I just Stephen skip over. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> I, I do that too sometimes. I, I kind of well, I listen to the Daily Audio Bible, so I let Brian Harden read them to me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and he does a really good job at it too. I'm like, yeah, I can't say that word. Anyway, uh, so moving on, uh, as most of you might know, there's a little bitty kind of small convention going on right now in London. Uh, it's it's called, I don't know, Star Wars Celebration. Right. And, and they got like a few actors there and a few directors, you know, like this guy, Dave Filoni, and this other guy, John Favreau. They're there and they're making all kinds of big announcements. But so right. the big buzz is Kathleen Kennedy, <laughs> which I will comment more on in a moment, has announced that there will be be three new Star Wars movies coming, including one starring Ray. So, and I am not going to call her Skywalker. <laughs> I refuse to call her Ray Skywalker. Uh, anyway, so we are getting three new, according to Kathleen Kennedy, we are going to get three new Star Wars movies. Uh, one will be uh, taking place pre everything. So it's it's going to be how the how the the Jedi began. Now, I think that could be super interesting. Uh, that one I'm I'm 
you got me intrigued on. Uh, um, I'm on board. I can't wait to see some some ideas on this and where it's going to go. Um, so we got that possibly happening. We also have, and that will be uh, um, directed by Mangold. I'm trying to find James his name. Mangold. James Mangold. Okay, who also directed Logan. He directed the upcoming Indiana Jones movie. Oh, by the way, we got that trailer too. I haven't watched it yet. Um, he directed Dial of Destiny. He directed some of the Mandalorian. Uh, apparently, he directed Ahsoka. Uh, or no, no, I'm sorry, that's Filoni. Anyway, uh, he did Logan, Indiana Jones, Dial of Destiny, and you had mentioned a bunch more that he had done. Yes. Um, then we are getting another movie, and that one is going to be helmed by Dave Filoni himself. Um, which the way he described it, it's going to tie together. The Mandalorian uh, series, the Ahsoka series, and I believe the Boba Fett Book of Boba Fett series. Now they described it at Celebration as like a bookend and closing off those chapters. But I just saw an interview with him this morning with him and John Favreau, and they asked him about that. They asked him directly, and he said, "I wouldn't say that this is a closing, but more of a." a combining of all three. So um, it'll be interesting to see where, where Dave Filoni goes. I'm excited that Dave Filoni is supposed to get a live action film. Uh, He's been working with star Wars for a very long time. He knows star Wars better than anybody else other than George Lucas. And I think it's about time. So that I'm excited about. Um, And then we have a third movie coming and this would be the, New Republic era. Um, so it'd be post Dave Filoni stuff. And I really don't know much about that one. Um, so out of the three, I think the one that has the best chances of happening is the Dave Filoni film. And I say that because Dave Filoni is currently working on current star Wars that has been fairly successful. Um, well, some of it extremely successful, um, with the exception of the, uh, with the exception of one of the episodes we're going to discuss today. <laughs> uh, but the other ones, you know, Kathleen Kennedy, every time she mentions something it usually goes away. So <laughs> I don't have much faith that these other two movies are ever going to see the light of day. So we'll see what happens. We'll uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, right. If it does, great. If it doesn't, just give me Dave Filoni's movie and I'll be thrilled. So, all right, right. moving on. <laughs> we also got the trailer for the upcoming Ahsoka series. Um, I wish we could have done a, a reaction video to that, but Stephen was kind of busy yesterday, so that didn't happen. But, uh, man, it looks great. And in it, spoiler alert, we got a reveal of a character that I've been long awaiting for live action Star Wars. And that would be yep. the blue guy himself. I even have his action figure right here. You, you want to stop sharing your screen so we can see that? Okay. Because you're still on the, I'm not sure what you were on there. There we go. Well, I, I was on an article, but I got something else to share too. There's, yeah, let's tell everybody what you're what you're holding up. So I got I got uh, action figures of both Sabine Wren and Grand Admiral Thrawn, and actually around Grand Admiral Thrawn's neck is the creature from the Heir to the Empire series, which uh, basically wards off the Force. So any anybody who has the Force comes near him, the Force is just kind of null and void around him. Now that's not been in current canon, but I'm kind of hoping maybe it I'm it, hoping they do that. Yeah. I'm hoping. I, I bought a 3D 3D print of that creature and I, I had to get it for this action figure. Um right on. Anyway. So yeah, it, it is official. Grand Admiral Thrawn will be joining us live action and officially from the Star Wars website. It will be it, he will be portrayed by Lars Mikkelsen, who voices yeah. in the in the animated series. So I am very 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 excited about. I that. am too. 
I I saw when I saw him in Sherlock as the villain in Sherlock, I just thought he did a great job. And when I heard the doing the voice, uh, you know, that he had been doing the voice of Grand Admiral Thrawn, I was like, oh, he's going to be great if he's live action. Nice. You see what Derpy's saying here? Uh, Return of the Jedi is coming back to theaters in April 28th for its 40th anniversary. Nice. I will have did they just announce that? I'm guessing they did. Celebrations going on right now. So, and I was watching a little bit of the panel before we, we went live. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm guessing they probably announced it now. So we're, we're missing some stuff here. (laughs) It's all right. We we could have done a full, uh, uh, star Wars celebration episode today, but we got to get through the Mandalorian. So, all right. Uh, I think that's all I got for geeky news. Okay. All right, moving on. Moving right along. Do, 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 do. Well, you don't need that private. We're right here. Now, what is it? Now, what is it? I'm having trouble with the radar, sir. What's wrong with it? I've lost the bleeps, I've lost the sweeps, and I've lost the creeps. The what? The what? And the what? You know, the bleeps. The sweeps. And the creeps. That's not all he's lost. <laughs> um, just now, I, I I had posted yesterday. I think it was yesterday, the day before yesterday. We actually had uh, I, I two years ago at this time. We actually had Jason Swank of Rebel Force Radio join us. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Which watch that episode. It's in in our playlists uh, of Rebel Force Radio. Um, uh, guests and Jason Swank just liked my posts. <laughs> right on. Like, like just, just a moment ago. All right. Uh, geek dart. Sorry. I was geeking out on that. <laughs> That's okay. Go ahead. Uh, geek dart. I got several things for geek dart this week. That's a change from last week. So, uh, we saw two movies this week. Uh, last week we went and seen Shazam, which I do hope we're going to cover on the show soon. Um, I enjoyed Shazam. I thought it was a fun movie. I don't I don't care what people are saying about it. Go see it. If you like the first one, I think you'll like the second one. Go see oh, it. Oh, good. Okay. It's good. Yeah, it just dropped on Voodoo yesterday. I contemplated go ahead and purchasing it, just splurge in to purchase it. Nice, nice. You know, I haven't done it yet, but that's why I was like I was curious what your thoughts were on it. Well, now you said that your wife and uh your uh stepson went and seen it, right? They did go see it. That is correct. Yeah. yeah. They went and seen it opening weekend, didn't they? Mm, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I think I was upset because they went to see it without me. I felt <laughs> I felt alone. Oh, I'm just kidding. Sorry, I'm kidding. That's okay. Anyway, anyway well, maybe when you purchase it, we can watch it together. Anyhow, uh, so yeah, we went and seen Shazam last Saturday, like not long after you and I got done recording, and then uh, yesterday afternoon, Megan and I actually went and seen. Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. and it was a fun movie. I I would that one too. I would I would almost tell you to save it for the podcast when because Angie's not here with us today, everybody, but she's really big on it. Did she do oh, a yeah. review for her podcast yet? I, didn't, I don't think she's. Done I knew she did like before before seeing it a clip, and then afterwards, right. real quick, she she talked about, it, but I haven't seen her review for it yet. Yeah, I don't think she's done her full review yet. I, I think she's just did her little uh, before clip. And, and I think she did a quick after one, mm-hmm. but I don't think she's done the full review of it yet. So, gotcha. so we'll have to have her on and talk about it a little bit. I thought it was a fun movie, and okay. I'm not I'm not the big D&D fanatic. I, I, I've never really played the game. I actually have the starter. And I want to start playing it. I just haven't had time. That's that's the big thing. Right. That's a lot to learn, man. There's a whole lot going on. And there's so many books and stuff. Oh, my gosh. I was looking through one of the, the monster book the other day, the Monster, monster Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Some of the monsters in there are like, holy crap. I would. Yeah, I'd love to use this monster. I love. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I thought it was a fun movie. As somebody who really doesn't know anything about D&D, it was enjoyable. So if you like a uh, adventure type movie with some humor to it, 
Um, some pretty good action. I say go see it. It's it's a good film. Cool. Um, other than that, I have I did start some comic books that I've been talking about for a while. I finally started reading uh, Batman and the Joker Deadly Duel. I read the first two issues of that. I think it's a I think it's an eight part series, and I got up to six, I believe. Mm, wow. It's on uh, DC's Black Label. Um, the art in it is phenomenal. And so far, the story is great. I'm loving the Joker in it. He's just awesome, as he usually is, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so, yeah, so far, I, I, yeah, I highly recommend this, too, big time. And uh, final thing on my Geek Dar, uh, I finally took the plunge into Picard. <laughs> okay. Uh Picard is currently on season three and I kept hearing all these so many good things about season three. And I'm like, man, I kind of want to watch this. Cause I was a fan of next generation. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did like the movies, the the last movies that came out, the JJ Abrams ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I, I, I thought they were pretty good. They're not, you know, um, some fun callbacks to the original series and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I enjoyed that. Um, but I, I am a big fan of the next generation. So I wanted to watch Picard, but I kept hearing all these things. Oh, the Picard series just isn't that good and blah, blah, blah. And then right. all of a sudden out of the blue season three, everyone's raving about. And I'm like, okay, should I watch this? Should I just jump into season three? Do I need to go back and watch everything else? And, I talked to a couple people. Uh, some of them were like, yeah, go ahead and get into season one and two. They're pretty good. They're not as good as three, but they're still good. You know, um, actually, Jason Swank said you could skip one and two for now and then go back to it. <laughs> right on. Okay. But I, uh, me being me, <laughs> I went ahead and started with, with season one. And we've watched three episodes so far. Um, it's not bad. Uh, it's there's some things that happen that are intriguing. There's some weird things going on with the Romulan and the Borg. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and, and that alone was like, all right, you got me. Cause I want to find out where the heck this is going, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and there's mm-hmm. some interesting things about uh, data and his background. So, okay. I'm hooked. I'm, I'm watching it. So, so cool. that's, and that's the last thing I got on my geek dark. All right, the only thing I have on my geek dar, the only thing was the Ahsoka trailer. Oh <laughs> my goodness. I mean, I know you talked about Grand Admiral Thrawn, but oh my word. I if I could have watched it a hundred more times in a row, I would have. Uh, I've watched it, I think, four times since yesterday. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I've watched it like three times. So, but I just to see that mature uh, 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 Jedi. I I paused at Jedi, you guys. Sorry, because I'm like, well, technically, is she a Jedi? Is she? Uh, Didn't she leave the order? But we get get the line, okay? So you see the droid that was helping the Padawans uh, build their lightsabers back in Clone Wars. Yeah, and, there's all kinds of Easter eggs, yes. And that droid was back then was voiced by David Tennant, Doctor Who of Doctor Who fame, mm-hmm. uh, the 10th Doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that the droid in the live action is being voiced by, by Tennant. I'm going to be slightly disappointed if it's not, but right. Gosh, well, what I was the phrase? Like, what was the phrase? But the phrase he said was we uh are we going to a new beginning or or a new hope or it was a new beginning, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Is that alluding to she is again, a Jedi? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, uh, that was just a question I had. If anybody else has an opinion on it, I'd love to hear it. Um, but uh, it was neat to see her in the trailer, do that one move where she throws the lightsabers down and made the circle, you know, all that kind of stuff. We see the Thrawn droids. We see who, uh, and I have to ask you this. We, we see this great new, uh, 
I can't say Sith character because the lightsabers were orange. Okay. So and we some see a Padawan are, as well, you know, with an orange blade. I see so Padawan. I have to say when I first saw, saw him and the fact that Ahsoka even says the words Thrawn is the new heir to the Empire. I Yeah. The hairs yeah. on my arms still go up oh yeah i'm like oh to hear ahsoka say that in an official star wars capacity oh my gosh that is oh give Mm -hmm. me air to the empire i'm so hungry for it um when, when she said that and then you see that character my first thought was are we seeing sailboth could we possibly be seeing sailboth here now as i watch it more and more i don't think it's Sailboth. That's mm-hmm. that's part of me projecting and hoping. <laughs> sure. But um, I, I think we're getting a brand new character. Uh, and, and rumor has it he is a uh, dark Jedi who survived Order 66. That's okay. that's the rumor I'm hearing. I Nothing from official channels, so I don't know if that's accurate or not. Um. The one thing I thought was interesting, the blades to both their lightsabers, because mm-hmm. you got the two of them, you got the female also, um, mm-hmm. who I got a feeling is his apprentice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Same here. They're orange. They're not red. They're mm-hmm. orange. So that even brings about a question. So are they Sith? Because Sith always have red lightsabers, and these are orange. So there's something different about them. Right. Now, for um, those of you who live in the South... The, the the color of those is orange, 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 orange. <laughs> That's going back to my Bama roots. <laughs> so I mean, it's exciting because that's new territory there. I'm I'm looking forward to finding out who they are, and uh, you know, it, it's and the cool thing is, it looks like Ahsoka has went into the world between worlds, which was. That was my favorite aspect of the trailer. That she's meeting a villain, presumably a villain, because you see him battling kind of a thing. Uh And it looked like they were in the world between worlds. And I was like, what? So he could be from a different timeline. He could be from the universe. I mean, there are so many possibilities within the, the. the world between worlds, because that's where Ahsoka meets Darth Vader again. You know, that's where she meets up with Darth Vader, finds out that he actually is Anakin and everything. Mm-hmm. So, uh, cause that's when she slices open his, his helmet and sees his face. And, you know, uh, I'm excited. I, I, Ahsoka looks fantastic. I think it comes out in August. Yeah. And you bet we're going to cover Ahsoka. <laughs> right. Agreed. She good. is definitely one of my all-time favorite Star Wars characters. I love Ahsoka, so right somewhere yeah. I got an Ahsoka action figure too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all right. Okay, all right, you ready? I'm ready. Okay, let's, let's do this. It's time for the main event. Okay, here we go. All right, everybody. We're talking Star Wars Mandalorian, Episode 5 and 6. We'll start off with Episode 5. A 1, a 2, a 3, 4, 5. We got to get Mando and Yoda alive. Oh, I should say Baby Yoda, but you know. (laughs) Um, Okay, so Episode 5 would be Chapter 21 altogether, um, and it would be entitled The Pirate. Um. I was a little disappointed we didn't get to cover this last week because, you know, we, but we had to cut, we had to finish up the Bad Batch. Right. Um, I felt that was important because we did the first part of the Bad Batch, then we did the midpoint. So we needed to do a season finale on it. Let's yeah. so, okay. we'll talk about five and six. Yep. Um, but it's kind of good that we're putting five and six together because I got things to say about six. <laughs> That's fine. That's okay. And they're not necessarily good. So um, five. Uh, so we get. Uh, I'm trying to think of where we're at. I did rewatch it, but I was so focused on Ahsoka. 
Right. <laughs> that that I kind of I lost some. Oh, we got a couple cameos in this, which was really exciting. And one of them plays mm-hmm. into Ahsoka. <laughs> right. No, wait a minute. So if you were to give a rating, though, let's go. Let's do our okay. rating thing. Uh, what are we rating now? We're rating them separately. Definitely. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. Let's see. What could we rate this one? Uh, what could we use for our scale in this one? Um, dang, what was predominant in this one? Uh, <laughs> cameos. <laughs> well, that would be six. That would be six. Uh, <coughs> well, shoot. I don't know. Um, Zebs, just say it. Just All right, do it. <laughs> we'll, use, we'll use Zeb. We'll use Zeb. Spoiler alert. <laughs> right. All right. On a scale of one to ten Zebs, I would give this eight Zebs. Agreed. Same here. I would too. I really enjoyed this episode. Me too. Me too. Overall, it was fun. It was good. It was action. Um, and we got seeing the Mandalorians come together. Got an interesting twist at the end. <laughs> which we'll get into that. Sure. Um, and then of course the, the two cameos that, that were in it were fantastic. One of them, like I said, is Zeb from yeah. rebels. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was blown away. Okay. So first of all, yeah. when I saw him, I was like, wait a minute, is it Zeb? Cause I, I wasn't sure, you know, I'm like, or was it just uh, somebody else of the, of the same race, you know? Right, um, and then you you texted me and confirmed, yeah, it's actually Zeb, and I was like, oh wow, just mind blowing right. how good he looked. Yeah, I, I couldn't even imagine him as a live action version, and and I never thought I I never dreamed I would see him as a live action character. Right, Man, they did a great job. I was just so blown away by it. Excellent job, Filoni and Favreau. <laughs> yeah, here, hang on just a second. Let me, uh, I'm going to share my screen uh, because. Oh, you got, a, you got a screenshot of Zeb? Nope. Oh, wait. Uh, what? Why is it not let me do this? Share screen. Oh, I see okay. what I have to do. It's all these new technology things. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to make this bigger, everybody. Sorry, it doesn't, you can't. Looks like you can't. You can oh, okay. see it. It's Zeb. It's Zeb, and it's he's played by Steve Bloom. Now I question whether Steve Bloom was actually the physical version of him, or was he still just the voice of Zeb? Because he voiced Zeb in Rebels. Right. Yeah. I. I. Good question. So I, I have no I, idea if he was actually the physical actor on screen. Right. Or, or if he's just voicing them, you know, and obviously well, it's, it's almost like all computer animated. So I'm sure he's just voicing them. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it could be like an Andy Circus thing, you know, with the ping pong balls and sure. you know all that stuff. Sure. Um, so it could still be him. Who knows? Uh, you know, just like K2SO is uh, uh, what's his face? Um, gosh, I can't think of his name. Anyway, so uh, yeah, we got that that cameo which. Super excited about, loved it, and then like I said, that ties into Ahsoka. And then with the Ahsoka trailer, we've gotten every member of the Rebels cast live action minus one. There's only one that we haven't gotten live action. That would be, uh, 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 yeah, what's his face, the Jedi. <laughs> oh, but we won't get him. Yeah, I don't think we will, but. He's the only one. Everybody else we've got, we got, we got Ahsoka, we got Zeb, we got Chopper. Now, granted, mm-hmm. Chopper also made an appearance in Rogue One. We got Hera, <laughs> mm-hmm. which was awesome. And Hera's name was mentioned in Rogue One, but we never actually physically saw her. Or we might have seen her from the back. We're just not sure. Um, and we got Sabine. So, mm-hmm. and and we got Ezra. Um, Ezra was in a hologram that Sabine was mm-hmm. looking, which I missed the first time watching it. So I'm sliding off into Ahsoka here, but Alan Tudyk is. Thank K2 you. K2 yes, Alan Tudyk is K two right. SO, and he actually was physically on set as K two SO too. So um, anyway, so yeah, those were cool uh, cameos. The cameo I didn't know about 
until I listened to Rebel Force Radio and they mentioned it. Dave Filoni actually made an appearance in that same scene. He was yes, in the I didn't know that either. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was so cool. And when I went back and watched it, I was like, oh, yep, there's the hat. <laughs> yep, because Dave Filoni always wears a cowboy hat. Now, granted, his hat in in uh, in Mandalorian was a little more along the style of a Cad Bane hat, but not quite a, a larger brim as what Cad Bane normally has. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you could still, you, you, you kind of saw him, from the side and then from the back and you saw his beard and you saw the hat and it's like yep that's Filoni cool Filoni's in that scene I love that was it neat. so that was a cool cameo I really enjoyed but unfortunately I missed it the first time but yeah he's kind of hidden you got to kind of look for him but he's there I promise yeah. you <laughs> right so, so those were great things about that episode um then we have the whole uh, uh, so this is the one where we go to um, yeah we, we go back to uh, 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 Navarra yeah Navarra thank you we go back to Navarra because Navarra is being attacked by pirates and everything um, yeah, yeah that, that was this episode right <laughs> Yeah, it was a great episode. It was great yeah. to see all of them come together because it was called yeah. the episode's called the pirate, right? The pirate, yeah. So we have that all that happen, um, which was great. It was great action. Great. I was so thankful for this episode because I was like, yeah, finally we get some cool action battle scenes and <sighs> you know against pirates and seeing pirates go down. I didn't. I don't necessarily think I really liked the the main pirate guy. I mean, he was all right. But, you know, he looks like Pizza the Hut. He did look like Pizza Hut, or you know, love child of Pizza the Hut and 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 the garbage. What's the Grouch Grouch from <laughs> Sesame Street? Oscar the Grouch. Oscar. The yes. Grouch. Uh, I was thinking it was Pizza Hut crossed with kale. <laughs> yeah, that too. Ugh. Yeah. yeah, that's probably not the best character they've come up with, but it was still a good episode. A lot of fun. It was fun oh episode. yeah, and their one main pirate man, he just he, he just scooted on them. He's like, ah, you guys are losing. I'm out of here. Yeah, we'll see him again. Oh, um, I'm sure we will. I'm he's sure. kind of a reminds you know how a lot of these movies have that one character who's you know slimy, really hate him, and kind of a thing. But here's the one thing I really enjoyed about this episode, and it continued on even with the next one ships the different ships that we are getting the different you know the detail of the different uh you know kind of spacecraft that we get the mandalorian has just been great with all the different ones star wars is so much about ships so yes i think that's a very important detail Um, i didn't like the pirate ship i was like this is a cool ship so far, pretty much everything's been cool. I, I love I love uh, Bo Katan's ship. I know hers is a stolen imp- imperial. Yeah, ship. but I like it too. Oh yeah, it's cool. I it's like cool. it. You yeah. know, I wanted to say when you when you you said something about the pirate and all. Um, mm-hmm. So when when he like took off, I had I had a vision from Dark Knight, the Dark Knight, uh, um, the Joker in the <laughs> Dark Knight. Yeah. When when the Joker comes into the the meeting with all the gangsters and then you got the, the one Asian guy on the, the screen that they're talking to. Yes. And, and the Joker starts going, you see that guy? He's a, he's a squealer. I know right. he's, he's a squealer. <laughs> That's exactly what I think of that pirate. <laughs> I think of that Joker scene. Yeah. He's just a squealer. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that is so what came to my mind. Gotcha. Uh, okay, so we got to jump right to the end of this episode because because yes, we got to get to the part of something that you have not been enjoying in Mandalorian whatsoever, and we kind of get a sort of resolve to that. How did you feel? When, when Paz goes to Bo-Katan and says, the armor would like to speak to you. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then she walks in there and the armorer starts talking to her and says, remove your helmet. Right. I was like, thank goodness we can get over this. That's how uh, I was. I was like, oh, it's about freaking time. I know this has been a, a, a thorn in your side. I mean, I've gotten annoyed with it from time to time, but my big thing was because I, I feel it hasn't been um, consistent throughout Star Wars. That's that's my issue with it. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much that, you know, whether they can or can't. It's just like, well, wait a minute. Sometimes we see them with it. Sometimes we don't. I, I you know, I, I don't get it. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. <laughs> right. Uh, so that's been my pain you know, if it would have been established from day one, they never take their helmet off. I probably never would have questioned it. It would have been like, okay, fine. It's, you know, I mean, that's the way Boba Fett was when we when we met him. We'd never seen him without a helmet. And I was fine with that. But then we started seeing them take off their helmets all the time in the man in the uh, Clone Wars. So to me, it hasn't been consistent. So it's been kind of a pain because of that. You know, mm-hmm. um, so I think you and I, look at it similarly similarly mm-hmm. but at the same time differently mm-hmm. <laughs> is that fair mm-hmm. yep yeah but I, I think it was a little more of a pain to you than it was me oh. and and i was like as oh, yeah. soon as she said that i was like oh steven is like so relieved right now <laughs> right you're like yay it's gonna in soon uh right. how it, do i know that's pedro like, pascal behind the thing they could have somebody not, else doing it it's not. It, Pedro is never on set until they take that helmet off his head. I'm sorry. It, it is not him. If you think it's him, I, I'll tell you why I know. Dominic Pace told me personally. <laughs> when I met Dominic Pace uh, oh, yeah. years ago, um, he was at, uh, I had that toy store here in Belleville. Mm-hmm. Um, signing autographs and stuff. He's a very nice guy too. Super nice guy. I really like Dominic. And I asked Dominic point blank. I go, so is Pedro Pascal on set? And he looked at me and smiled. He goes, hell no. He goes, <laughs> that guy only shows up when the helmet comes off. That is the only time that guy is on set. Right. He says, he don't have to be there. And I says, that's what I figured. He's like yeah. anyone who thinks that he's he's not there, they're kidding themselves. Or they think that he's, he's there. Yeah. They're kidding themselves. So. Yeah. That's why the helmets yeah. need to come off. <laughs> I don't think Mando's helmet's coming back off for a while. I, I I think he's he's sticking with the creed. You know, um he's what is as as Bo Katan said, he's walking the way. So mm-hmm. I, I really don't because th- I I think you're gonna stay with a lot of the the ones who followed the armor, I think they're all going to stay with their helmets. Like you're not going to see Paz Vizsla with his helmet off. I don't, I do not see us seeing John Favreau underneath that. You know, I don't, I don't see him pulling off that helmet and we see John Favreau because that's mm-hmm. who Paz Vizsla is. Um, yeah. I, I think that's where we're at, but the ones that we've continued to see with their helmets off, we will continue to see them with their helmets off. And we might get a moment here or there where, where the Mando, where Din Djarin actually takes his helmet off. But I think for the most part, he's going to stick with walking the way. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was thankful for it. I was like, okay, good. Cause we can see, you know, we can see Bo-Katan, we can see her journey as well. Um, and, uh, and we got to see that in, in the, you know, episode six. So now, so we move on to that. We we move on from that and Mm -hmm. we get that scene where, uh, I, I forget the one guy's, the one X-Wing pilot's name, but he's patrolling or whatever. And he comes across, well, it's an Imperial shuttle, but it's been, uh, repurposed for Republic use, um, which, you know, that's, that's happened a lot throughout the star Wars universe and stuff. That's not, that's nothing new. Um, but when they're coming up on that shuttle and I see this shuttle, a derelict shuttle in space with a hole in it. Oh my gosh. I got super excited. Cause I was like, oh, could we possibly go? Oh, please, please let us go here. Let us go here. I want to go here so bad for what there is. There is a book 
called um, Dark Troopers. And oh. it is Star Wars, Stormtrooper, Zombies. And, I mean, when it came out, I thought that is the most ridiculous thing in the world. And then something finally got me to read it. That book is fantastic. I highly recommend If you are a fan of Star Wars and you are a fan of Zombies, read this freaking book because it's awesome. <laughs> it is really, really good. And, in fact, there's even a cameo. I won't reveal the cameo. But there's a cameo in the book that I when when the name first came up, I went, oh, crap. This is going to ruin it. This is this going to completely take me out of it. And I was just like, oh, no, this worked. Oh, my gosh. They did a great job. I don't I don't remember who wrote that book. But so I had this glimpse of uh, Star Wars Dark Troopers. And I was like, oh, yes, please give me zombie stormtroopers. And we didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was still a cool scene. I, I like the scene. But right. then we get that. We get the. We get the confirmation that Moff Gideon has escaped. Yeah. And okay, now I got to ask you. So mm-hmm. they say that it was it was Beskar. I don't know. Fragment or whatever. Fragment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that means Mando's broke him out. That means Mando's did this, and Mando's took it out. What was your thinking at that moment? At that moment, before we got into episode, episode six, six, right? Yeah. Before then, Get episode six out of your mind for a moment. Yeah, I, I thought okay. it was just a plant. That's what I thought too. That's exactly yeah. what I thought. I was like, no, yeah. the mandos, the the mandos that we know. I, I was like, if it's a different fra- faction, maybe. I said, but mm. it's definitely not like you know Dinjarin's group. That's for sure. I I knew mm. that. So. Okay, I just wanted to see that we were on see if we were on the same page. Then Episode 6 everybody. Oh god. <laughs> episode 6. Yeah, this is like the Batman and Robin of the Mandalorian. This is going to be the episode we don't talk about after we're done talking about this. Oh, I don't know. My gosh. Oh my god. I don't know. That's the best episode so far. You're fired. (laughs) (laughs) See you later, everybody. Brian, if you're listening, you just became the new (laughs) (laughs) anyway. (laughs) You're fired. I'm sorry. All right, give it a score. Go ahead and give it a score. Let's give it a score before we go like we normally do. Can I give it negatives? No, you cannot give it negatives. Oh my gosh, this thing was horrible. I will give it a one. I, I will give it. Oh wait, wait really? What, we, what is our scale? What is our scale? Ugnats. Ugnats. Okay, that's good. You know what? Okay, you did mention something there. All right, since you said Ugnats, I will give it two. I will give it two Ugnats. Okay. Yep. Two Ugnats. Okay. So hey, everybody. The I. I love this episode and I hated this episode all in one. Um, There were some aspects of this episode that I thought were just fantastic. I I just thoroughly enjoyed them. Um, And then there were other to hear your thoughts on this. And and then there was, there were other aspects of this episode that I, I would say, I totally understand now when people say it took me out of the movie or the show. I thought of you. I thought of exactly that because I was like, oh my God, this just did it. (laughs) Right. And, and, you know, I used to gripe when people would say that, what, what do you mean? Or like, yeah, you're just nitpicking about something because you want to, you want to create drama about whether you like this or not, you know, those kinds of things. Um, (laughs) And, uh, and I will have to say, this is truly the first instance that I really was, I'm not in Star Wars anymore. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, because I, you know, for me, I watch movies and TV shows because it's just escapism. You know, I I don't want to think about other things. I just want to get involved in this universe and join. Star Wars has always been that for me. This was the first time for me that I was like, what's going on here? You know, kind of a thing. And so for that, so I'll give it a five. Um, I will give oh, this you're episode gracious. a five. five you are. Nights. 
You are very yeah, gracious. The things I really like about this, I really like. So, okay. all uh, right. I, I mean, there's some things I don't agree with of the things that I like. In other words, some of the story elements. You know um, what? I, I hope you can change my mind because I hate this episode. I hate it. It's horrible. It, yeah. So um, I, I'll just move into spoilerific territory, everybody. I, I love me some Jack Black. Love Jack Black. Um, sure. Sure. Uh, but when I saw him, I was like, wait, what am I watching? You know, I the, the whole thing with Lizzo was whatever. I mean, I, you know, but it, that was just, it, it was, the acting wasn't great. It was oh, weird. No. no, the acting was not great. The acting was terrible. And, and I'm going to even say that about Jack Black. And I want to say something people aren't going to like. Christopher Lloyd didn't even do good. No, and I love didn't. Christopher Lloyd. I, I love, love Christopher Lloyd. My most recent favorite thing with Christopher Lloyd was when he was in Nobody, the movie I, Nobody. Yeah. Oh, well, think about that's, that's Christopher good. Lloyd, Doc Brown, um, Uncle Fester. Okay. Um, he was a freaking Klingon. He was the main antagonist mm-hmm. in Star Trek, in one of the Star Trek movies. Mm-hmm. He was great mm-hmm. every single one of these. Yeah, movies. it was Undiscovered Country, I think. It was yeah, one. I think you're right. Yeah. And he was great in it. Mm-hmm. This, it, it was like, what am I watching here? This yes. is terrible. So, so if you take those three out, so any if you skip over, Stephen Skip, anytime you see them on the screen... It's a good episode. There's uh, nothing left. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, oh, well, you have the Ugnots. I'll give you that. Y- yeah, you have the, um, um, you, you've got the Ugnots, but the and whole. we got a bad mystery that's horrible. <laughs> no, the, it's a great mystery. It's rushed. Okay. Because it's right. a whole, I mean, you get it. I mean, it's a whole Blade Runner-esque kind of a story it's a mystery sure. here's you're trying to figure things out um what made it what made it probably terrible for you and you, you can correct me if i'm wrong but um, for me i was like oh hey all of a sudden look what we have here we have an address oh look we already have this you know i mean it was like okay it wasn't you know it, but i understand it, it had already introduced all these other elements i think if they had cut out the cameos and really put in some extra time for the mystery it probably would have been one of the better episodes for for the series so cuz do you know what this episode really was this was a cut scooby doo episode <laughs> that's what it was it was a cut it, it, if you go back to scooby doo Right. This was a Scooby Doo episode, and I, I'll tell you right now, if 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 we get a, uh, a George Lucas style re edit, okay, and they give me the Scooby Doo ending of this, where they pull off the big rubber mask off of Christopher Lloyd, and Christopher Lloyd goes, and I would have gotten away with it if it wouldn't have been for your meddling Mandos. Right. I will love this episode, but until then. I hate this episode and I will never watch it again. There's no freaking way I'm going to watch this episode ever. Sure. Oh, I get that. It's yeah. Terrible. And, and okay. I am not picking on Lizzo as a person, um, or as an entertainer. I don't listen to her music. I, I, you know, whatever. I'm not a fan of that. Uh, so, so I'm, I'm not picking on any of that. Okay, but she is star or she's guest starring in an episode of The Mandalorian, which I expect to have a higher quality to. And she is not an actress. She is not a good actress. Um, When she was on screen, I got the feeling of Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park. So Kiss did a movie back in 1978 called Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park. It is like the uh, Star Wars uh, uh, holiday, holiday special, special. Of Kiss of the Kiss Army. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is it is terrible, but has some beautiful cinematography in it at points and beautiful concert shots in it. So that alone is worth watching. But the movie itself is horrible. It was rumored that um, when Kiss was filming that. 
They didn't even learn their lines. They were fed their lines by somebody off screen. And that's exactly what I felt was happening here with Lizzo. I felt somebody was standing off screen. Okay, you say this. Yeah, that's the way I felt. Um, she's a terrible actress. She's not an actress. And she should not return to Star Wars. That's just the way I felt. And right. I'm not. And I, and again, I don't think Jack Black did any better. And I like Jack Black. I like mm. several movies that he's been in. I have to expect you to like, you know, kind of a thing. But all I could see was Jack Black and Lizzo. I couldn't see the characters they were. I didn't see those characters. Right. I saw them. And it's mm. like, yeah, you're right. It completely took me out of the Star Wars universe. Yeah. This was. So. All right, so let's skip over all that and let's go to the end. I want to hear your thoughts. Okay, I got to think about what happened in the end of this one. Oh, oh, okay. So that's when when Dinjarin and and Bo-Katan go back uh meet up with her group, the yeah, her little fleet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Okay. And then we yes. get into we get into the dark saber. Yeah, I got mixed feelings on that. Uh, I don't know if I still don't know if it's legit. <laughs> How she she gets the uh, it felt like a workaround to to get around this. I I kind of feel that Filoni wrote himself into a corner with this whole you have to you have to get the dark you have you have to get the dark saber in battle. I think I, I just feel like he wrote himself into a corner on this one and he had to find a workaround to it. And I don't know. I mean, I guess it's okay. Cause now she's got it and we can move on, but I don't know. I just don't feel it really fulfills what they claim. You know that I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It, it, um, what's, it's kind of like an easy solution to uh, a tension point. You know, you right. created this tension point and it was like, well, why we're on Mandalore, you know, he got bested by this thing and then she bested them. So, and I would have been like, well, so by default, get... <laughs> do what? So by default, <laughs> well, I'm surprised. It's like, why didn't you just give it to her then if that was the rules or, or he didn't really think about it until later or something like that. I don't know. It, you're right. It was weird. Now I, I will say this. I really enjoyed her fight with the other guy. I oh yeah. Like, that was cool. That, that was, was cool. great. That was like, yeah, let's see these minutes. Then I thought when they, then it ended and I thought, Oh, now we're going to get it with Mando. This would be great. And it was like, well, okay. All yeah, right. Mando's kind of just standing around watching everything lately. <laughs> right. He's not doing a lot of battling lately. You know, it's like, right. we're just getting him going, hey, I want to see what happens here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so, almost like the scene in, in uh, Black Adam when uh, when Black Adam takes the two bad guys and flies up in the sky with them. Mm-hmm. And then Hawkman flies after him and Dr. Fate's just sitting there. and He goes, yeah, I think I'm going to sit this one out and watch what happens. That's, that's the way I get it, the feeling I get about Din Djarin lately. He just kind of, he's kind of being Dr. Fate here and going, yeah, I'm going to sit this out and see what happens. See what happens. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, they need, they need to, well, especially uh, they need to ramp, wrap it up and ramp it up in the next two episodes. Cause we, these are the final episodes of the season. So mm-hmm. we're going to have to get some real action with Mando here. Uh, and I think we will. I, I, I think I'm, we will. I mean, I'm okay with her having the dark saber. I'm totally okay with that. I think that's. Oh, I don't have a problem. With her yeah, yeah. I don't have a problem. With that. It was just I'm kind fine. of a, it, it's kind of like the end of episode one where, you know, we blow up the ship and that controls all the droids and then they all fall down. I'm like, really? There's other ships out there. Did I have a redundancy thing? You know, I mean, it's just, you know, it's it's that quick ending kind of a thing. And I was like, well, I, you know. Oh, I just saw something that. Sorry, I didn't have the the chat on, so I was I'm missing some some comments here. Um, uh, but Sage said something I I do want to bring up. 
say so did you see the announcement of the possible old republic movie and movies coming out so excited i agree i agree that is one thing that i am excited about in the timeline that they showed of all the symbols and everything the old republic was included um it was included right about right before the high republic and i have no interest in the high republic whatsoever Uh, it looks like star wars trash to me but um old republic yes bring it on give me give me darth bane I want the mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. anyway. Sorry, mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to address that real quick. Right. Oh, and Roger said jump the shark. Um, somebody else said it was jump the blurg, <laughs> not jump the shark. I had seen that comment earlier this week. Uh, I, I don't know if it's jump the shark. Uh, the episode, I, I, it's just. It's bad. It's really bad. But I, I don't think I don't think the entire series, you know, I I think we'll still get a good finale. You know, I, I think that'll still be good. And I don't think the show. Is, I think they they slightly went off the rails here. And as long as they get back on track, I think we'll be fine. But if we keep going down this route. Yeah, I agree with you at that point. Then I would have to say, yeah, this is where they jumped the shark. And or jump the blurg. <laughs> so I hope not though. I, I'm I'm hopeful. Still hopeful. Because mm-hmm. I do like my Mando. <laughs> right. I think these last two episodes will really be what they're supposed to be. Um again, I think some of it is is they're trying to create all these series, you know, six episodes, eight episodes, ten episodes that in and themselves could it be a great movie, if that makes sense rather than just drawing stuff out and um well you so. know john favreau and dave filoni discussed that this morning in the interview that i saw uh they were being interviewed on ign at star wars celebration um and they talked about you know the fact that mando originally was going to be a movie and um uh john was like he goes yeah and it it morphed into the series because of the streaming thing. He says, now, if you think about it, uh, George Lucas had the vision of streaming long before Disney did it. And which is true. Cause I remember in interviews, George said, cause I remember when there was a big question of whether the films were going to be put on the Blu-ray or not. Um, because, you know, there was the battle of Blu-ray versus, uh, what was the other format? I forget. Um, oh, 4K. No, not 4K. Uh, I can't remember. There was another format. The two were battling over mm-hmm. what was going to end up being the, the it was format. The H- was it HD? Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was HD. Um, and, and, you know people were questioning George Lucas at the time. So when you're going to put star Wars on, on Blu-ray, when you're going to put it on Blu-ray and George Lucas is like, well, first of all, I got to see which wins out. You know, I, I'm not going with, you know, I'm not having a beta issue again. Right. <laughs> you know? uh, he's beta like, map, was it beta? Well, no, it was beta. Yeah. yeah, it was beta. It was beta. Um, he's like, I, I got to see which one wins out. And then he says, and you know what? Maybe it won't even go to Blu-ray because, there's going to come a time where no one's going to buy Blu-ray. Now, I know people are still buying Blu-rays, but for the most part, he was right. He says, people are going to stream everything. They're just going to stream everything online. And we are pretty much at that point now. And so uh, Dave's like, so this has been George's vision for years. Mm-hmm. And he says, and the, the idea behind the streaming is that you can, you can, uh, expand it and make a but much bigger story than you can in a two hour film. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and with the fact that we've interconnected Ahsoka book of Boba Fett, the Mandalorian, you know, he's like, we we've interconnected all these, these shows and it's, he's like, it's easier to do and flow through this format than it would have been through movies. And I, I, tend to agree with him I, I see where he's going now i'm not saying i don't ever want movies again because i enjoy going to the movie theater and i i like seeing mm-hmm. a big star wars movie you know but yeah i get it so 
I think what they're doing is the right thing with with the three shows and then tying them all together and then having him do a big movie mm-hmm. towards the end of all this. Yeah, I think that's a cool idea. And it it could be a super fantastic film on the big screen. So I think I'm I, I think I'm all for taking a story and expanding it and making it more involved. I'm not a fan of filler. And I, I and I think I think this episode was more filler that did not go well, kind of um, a thing. Yeah, I I can't even say this was filler. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm really harsh on this episode. Yeah. Like, oh, let's get our friends, our friends I, in Star Wars. I, I, I would almost watch the Last Jedi again before I watch this. This, yeah, this was trash. So I have a theory how this this uh, episode came about. So I, I think that Dave and John just were not available to this one, this for this episode, and Kathleen Kennedy went and grabbed um, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Who? Bryce Dallas Howard? No, Kevin oh. Smith. She oh. grabbed Kevin Smith and she she grabbed Jack Black, put them in a room together with a giant Cheech and Chong joint, and said, "Come up with something for me." And they went, "Man, can you imagine if you were in Star Wars?" <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and we'll get Lizzo too, man. Yeah, that's how I think it came about. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Somebody had been stoned when they wrote this episode. <laughs> that's funny. Sorry for the drug reference, but. <laughs> wah, wah. So, uh, real quick, Sage Page is in the in the mix. Sage, hey, good to see you here. Uh, we're wrapping things up, but he said, "Have you guys heard the answer of the possible Old Republic movie movies coming out?" I said that earlier. Yes, yeah, no, I know. I'm just reaffirming. So he just joined us. So yeah, watch the watch the beginning of the episode. We talk a little bit about it in our news section. Um. Kind of thing. Then he said, it, he said, so far his favorite part of this season of Mando is the flashback to Jar Jar. <laughs> I mean, I'm at Saving Grogu, which I really liked actually. But hey, you know, that was awesome. And I was thrilled that Ahmed Best was back. I, I, I think that was a win for Ahmed Best. And I say more power to John Favreau and Dave Filoni for doing that. Um, yeah, making him, making him possibly the biggest hero in Star Wars ever. That's right. Woohoo! Yes. Kind of a thing. All right. Any any last comments, thoughts, funny anecdotes? Um, season five or season five. Episode five was very good. Enjoyed that. Um, very enjoyable episode. Episode six. Uh, I I want to throw that in the trash and never see it again. <laughs> right on. Okay. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. That's all I got to say about that. All right, everybody. Well, hey, thanks for joining us here on Two Geeks and a Microphone Show. We're so glad you were here. Uh, check out our website at www.twogeeksmike.com, twogeeksmike.com. Um, that's our hub for all things Two Geeks, where you can get to our Kofi page. And um, Kofi is where you can just help support us so we can just pay for the stuff we need that we used to put on the show and things like that. So we are saving up to get Mike's Lamborghini, but you know, just saying, Oh, you know, um, I just found out that uh, two years ago, Lamborghini put out a anniversary edition of the Countach. So, okay. Yeah. Right on. It's beautiful. That's right? funny. If you want to reach out to us here at two geeks, you can also uh, just do show at two geeks, um, which is pretty cool. And um, yeah, well, uh, let's see. With that, anything else? Uh, Angie yeah. said, Angie goes, so she's, uh, so, uh, whoops, there we go. So can I even skip the episode? Heck yeah. <laughs> well, according to me, you can. According to Steven, actually, no. <laughs> 
It's all a matter of perspective. Yeah, it's so funny how we have, yeah, okay. <laughs> From a certain point of view. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> all right, so make sure and go like us on Facebook and uh, subscribe to us here on YouTube. Give the bell a little tickle so you get reminders of every time we go live. Uh, we go live every Saturday morning, 9 a.m., Central um, Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. You figure out the math where you're at. <laughs> um, I think that's all I got. How about you, Stephen? That's it. Thanks all for right. joining us, everybody. Good to see you. Yes, thank you very much. With that said, I'm looking for our outro. Okay. Um, over and out. And, uh, yeah, this wasn't the way. <laughs>